I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Last week, I talked about photographing people during the holidays. But if photographing people isn't your cup of tea, well, there's lots of other things to photograph, especially this time of year. If you're indoors, you probably need a tripod, and if you're outdoors, you probably need a tripod too. Let's start with indoors. In order to show the lights, you need the environment to be a little bit dim, and therefore you're under low light. First, you'll want to shoot an aperture priority, and you'll want to turn off auto ISO. Since nothing is moving, you don't need to worry about speed. You'll want to close down your aperture to at least f8 or f11. You could do f16 or f22, but that could be pushing it. The reason that you want such a small aperture is because it will make the little lights burst into little stars. But the fact that you're shooting higher than f8 to make this happen means that you will either need to slow down your shutter speed or bring up your ISO. For me, shooting slower shutter speeds on a tripod rather than high ISOs with a lower resolution is much more preferable. But if you hate carrying a tripod, well, then you'll have to go with the ISO option. Another thing you might want to consider is something called a black mist filter. These have become really popular of late because a lot of movie makers seem to be using them. They give your images a kind of foggy, misty look. With bursting lights like what I was just describing, you'll still get distinct bursts, but they'll have a glow to them. It can make for some really nice, moody shots. I'll leave a link in the transcript. A great way to be shooting those lights, especially if you're outdoors, is to shoot during the magic hour. That's the short window immediately after the sun sets. The sky will be nice and blue and just getting dark. So you'll have that night feeling, but the lights will also glow. This is even more wonderful if you have snow, because the snow will reflect the color of the lights and you'll have a much more colorful image. At this point, I'm mostly talking about wide overall shots, but you'll want to push the limits of your composition as well. Get in really close to things like holiday trees and shoot upwards to make them look bigger. Get in close to candles with a macro lens and let the background fade away. But as with any source of fire, be careful with your camera equipment and distance. One day, you can ask me how I know. You might want to try getting close to colorful tree lights as well. Play with the reflections on ornaments. Make sure to try using your flash with a long exposure. By long exposure, I mean anywhere between half a second and two seconds, and you'll do this handheld. Set your camera to manual mode, set an aperture at about f8, and as you click the button, you'll want to twist your camera in a circle or simply drag it up and down. Try all different directions to see the different effects. I know it might be hard to imagine what's going on here, but give it a try and see what happens. It's digital. It's not going to cost you anything. Oh. And you'll want to be pointing at a mix of holiday lights as well. Just so we're clear, I'm guessing on the exposure here, so you'll need to adjust the power on your flash or your f-stop until you get the exposure you want. Whether you're shooting indoors or outdoors, I would suggest you try different white balances to see how this affects your image. These effects can be rather dramatic, and if you're shooting Nikon, get into your menus and go to your fluorescent setting and try the different fluorescent modes as well. I hope I was able to give you a few ideas to get you out there and do some fun stuff this holiday season. Until next time, keep on shooting.